KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Never mind that White House Down tells the same story told three months ago in Olympus Has Fallen. Terrorists invading the White House, taking the president hostage, and trashing the premises. Never mind that the filmmaker Roland Emmerich totaled the very same building in Independence Day. Emmerich has often conjured with cosmic themes, sometimes wittily. This time around, though, he has achieved something new, a level of indifference to the genre and its fans that amounts to a cosmic shrug. What does it matter if the absurdity is slovenly, the whimsy leaden, the extravagance squalid? Moviegoer's sensibilities, or so he seems to have decided, are already deadened by a dying genre. Stage this stupid stuff as a comedy of chaos and the audience will buy it. If there's one thing more dismaying than his approach, it's the possibility that he's right. Before I trash the cinematic premises, I should give the production its due. This won't take long because the only due worth giving is the presence of Channing Tatum. He plays Kale, an earnest, overachieving D.C. cop who foils the terrorists and saves President Sawyer. That's Jamie Foxx, wielding heavy weapons with more energy than conviction. In the Olympus version of the story, the bad guys were North Koreans. This time around, they're white supremacists and biker dudes in the service of a government turncoat, all of them aided by a computer genius who seems to have been plugged into the script like a thumb drive. The all-thumbs writer of credit is James Vanderbilt. The movie may or may not have certified Channing Tatum as an action hero. He should still study Tom Cruise's action films for lessons in stylized running. But it certainly displays his energy, bemuscled build, and easy charm. That's in spite of the inane dialogue, as in a sort of Max Senate chase on the White House lawn, when the presidential limo is trying to evade the bad guys and the president is holding a bazooka launcher on his lap. I know you're into peace, Kale tells him, but stick that thing out the window. And it's in spite of the preteen daughter Tatum's character is saddled with, a precocious twerpet and compulsive blogger whose knowledge of the White House helped save the day, her dad, and the Republic. One of the many depressing questions raised by White House Down is why so many Hollywood movies these days seem to be cut from the same tattered cloth— Part of the answer is production costs. Big-budget features have become so expensive that studio executives take reflexive refuge in the large-scale familiar, which in this category includes terrorist conspiracies, weapons of mass destruction, global threats, squadrons of choppers, streams of black SUVs, and swarms of black-clad men hollering, go, go, go. In that sense, White House Down is solidly within its genre. In a deeper sense, though, it bespeaks a fatigue that's hard to distinguish from brain death. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.